Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it is good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and uh, good morning, Colin. Good morning, String Bean. Good morning. morning, Annie. Morning. How are we all? Very, very well. Excellent. Well, we're in a gorilla-free day. That's why. The, no. gorilla, the, gorilla, the gorilla's disappeared into the mist, and the buzzer can't find his way because he's got no lights on his car. Righto. <laughs> oh, dear. Bright-eyed, <laughs> bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. When was the last time buzzer like got here? <laughs> Buzzer is always here He's sort of like a, uh, a ghost That is continually looking over our shoulder Because at some point We'll get a phone call Never mind Enough of the small chat It is May Day It is indeed today May Day And at, uh, this afternoon At 2 o'clock There will be the uh, traditional march one o'clock, I'm getting corrected here. Anyway, there will be a march this afternoon. The earlier you get there, the more you march. <laughs> Righto. There will also be uh, the usual CFMEU barbecue from about 10 a.m. And there will be a number of uh, things happening for families and kids to make it a bigger day than just having a bit of a march around the city, which is what used to happen in the old days. In the old days, we used to have a march around the city, get filmed by the special branch and the ASIO, and uh, then we'd have a punch on with the police. And, and you know, It's all better now, folks. We are family friendly. A lot more civilised. A Mo- lot more civilised. Not maybe as well attended as it used to be, but nevertheless civilised. That's so why. Get, get there and uh, participate in May Day, which is a commemoration, really, of workers' struggles from around the world over a very long period of time basically started back uh, 
in Chicago in America. Believe it or not, America has always had a very high union content, in uh, certainly in the eastern and the western states, the mid Uh, Western states are a bit different, but Chicago was the scene of the first big rally back in the 19th century. I think about 1893. I'll stand correction on that. Anyway, it's celebrated as an international day of solidarity for workers and trade unions, and we would encourage you to be there. Now, here's a question for you. What are unions all about? A, they're a bit slow off the mark this morning, folks. <laughs> Sunday morning. I'm just wondering how long have we got? You've sprung it on me. I've sprung you, it on you. Want, do you want it in point form or how, how do you no, want No, I just want a simple answer. What I, are unions about? I say about? unions are all about representing the working class. Indeed. And the purpose of representing the working class is to give them... Improved living and wage conditions. To give them a share of the profits that Indeed. our good friends in the employing class make uh, year after year and hide in Panama and the British Virgin Islands, etc. But the, the Caymans, wherever the bits, else. We want a bit of at least what they're admitting to. So, yes, folks, the EBA negotiations are proceeding, and I can tell you that they are proceeding very satisfactorily. And we will be in a position. We would think to uh, have mass endorsement of the uh, basic uh, features of a new agreement. Obviously, we're not going to be able to have everything done down to the last detail before there is the consultation with the rank and file. But certainly the major points in terms of wages, conditions and so on will be all there. And the issue of calendars. And believe it or not, folks... And it sometimes sort of puts me off a little bit. Bosses have as much interest in calendars as we do because they have to plan their production schedules. Otherwise, how can they quote jobs? So they are just as interested in getting calendars and getting them in part of the agreement as we are. So that's all happening. And uh, I think we will be able to update people very positively over the next week 10 days. If that's true, Warren, I reckon the bosses need a better union because their union seems to do everything they can to undermine the calendar. (laughs) And undermine their own members. I think the bosses union, the MBAV, uh, Master Builders and uh, our good friend uh, Radley De Silva and Laurie Cross and all the gang down at uh, East Melbourne headquarters, the Fiora Bunker, um... (laughs) Uh, probably not enjoying things all that much. I'm told that their last meeting with their members uh, was not very happy. Their members told them where to get off. Anyway, let's just be positive uh, and, say, and say that the EBA negotiations are proceeding and we will be getting to the business end very, very quickly. Of course, we do face the prospect of a uh, federal election in July. And who knows what the outcome of that will be. If you try following a form, uh, it's a bit hard because every day there seems to be another problem where someone's falling at the next jump. Uh, At some point, Malcolm might fall so badly he breaks a leg and they'll have to shoot him. But enough of these steeplechasing uh, analogies. Never mind. (laughs) Shoot Shoot him somewhere, but never mind. 
The thing will be that the EBA is an important issue and regardless of politics, we need to get on with it. We are some months behind uh, the usual sort of date of March, but it has been extremely difficult with the sort of political interference which that has gone on, which has encouraged bosses to, in fact, uh, slow the pace down a bit. But now... They've got to the business end because they've got to get on and do business for the next few years and they need an EBA to know where they're going. So in the end, commercial reality uh, holds sway and the political allegiances never get in the way of a fucking quid. Absolutely. And they're making plenty. Indeed. Now, we'll get on to that in a further program, the next program, but just quickly... Before we get on to some other matters of a more localised kind, it's not often that we can report that the CFMEU has had a win in court. Again. We have had a few wins lately. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you say not often, but it's pretty regularly now. It's, it's, it, the, the tide has turned. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm saying more, I'm saying more often than not now. More often than not. And guess who's losing? Nigel. <laughs> you might have cost us a lot of money, Nigel, but guess what? He who laughs last laughs best. And yes, the full bench of the federal court overturned an earlier decision uh, in which uh, some uh, officials from Queensland and New South Wales were personally fined huge amounts of money. Uh, to try a process of intimidation. This was all brought on by Nigel Hatchkiss and his gang of uh, industrial law thugs. And they uh, were very chipper. And they argued in every case since then that the individual official, shop steward, whatever, should be personally fined for any kind of act which breached industrial law. Now, just a quick reminder, industrial law is... All the stuff that should happen on jobs, which the government doesn't want to happen on jobs, and therefore, if the union tries to make it happen, it's illegal. Right? <laughs> it's real simple, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just illegalise, illegalise, you like that? Illegalise yeah. anything to do with industrial action, anything to do with the union, it's illegal. If that's some kind of law, which ain't a breach of our international uh, labour treaties, I don't know what is, but never mind. Nigel's lost one in the Bragdon matter, and basically the full bench threw out the whole prosecution. Yep. No, not, even, not even getting done for some minor offences. They threw the whole lot out, said it shouldn't have happened. I think in legal terms, they said to Nigel, this is nothing but you know, disingenuous, vexatious litigation. That's all it is. right? In other, in other words, you're just making this shit up, Nigel, and you know, yeah. we've got to chuck it out every time. Indeed, and just on a let's say on a personal level, a cheerio to my good friend Chris Jessup, Mr Justice Jessup, who uh, i got to say was quoted in the decision uh, saying that uh, he just thought it was a load of rubbish, the individual official being uh, held accountable. And uh, thanks, Chris, you didn't do it to me either. Thank you very much. And uh, Joey Miles and a few others all agree with you. And anyway, short to the point, Nigel Hatchkiss and his gang of overpaid, underachieving thugs have done it again and gone and lost another one. Righto. 
International Workers' Day will come to, but we might have a track first. And, uh, okay, I'm old, and it's an old track, because I remember it when it was first produced. Jefferson, John and the Ed, Big Time Operator. go, Jefferson, John and the Ed, big time operator. There's a few people around who think they're big time operators and we'll get on to a couple of them uh, in due course. G'day Paul. A few other other fans out there who uh, think they're pretty cool and we'll get on to them. Now International Workers Memorial Day was on Thursday and that is equally, like May Day, a day of international significance because that's the day we remember those who have died at work. And fight for the living. And uh, this, year, this year it was all about tools down and boots out. And uh, so we had the boots out at Trades Hall um, uh, to remember the, the, those lost during the year. And uh, and everyone you know participated. There was great some photos kicking around all the social media. People putting their boots out, and uh, very heartfelt. And uh, yeah, good to see. Good to see those people remembered. We've had a a big year for that, um, sadly. So uh, it was a really important one. Well, there's been uh, a new edition of the Union Magazine, CFMEU Worker, come out. It will be in everyone's uh, pigeonholes and. Uh, Mailboxes very, very quickly. I've got to say, uh, brother, that the uh, double cover from the Hamilton Marino job where there was a fatality probably did take uh, two, uh, two pages because Theo's standing at the front, but never mind. Um, <laughs> we didn't have to go any extra height, though. Like in other old, words, we could have had elongated panel. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Like, um, like the old magazine we had, you know, that real big, the big, <laughs> yeah, A, A, right. big A3 one. But, in, but seriously, in the, uh, the new magazine, there is a, uh, a story about the issue of fatalities on the job and obviously the Hamilton Marino job, the blokes there and... Uh, are trying to get over what was an absolute disaster when Bobby Hetherington uh, was killed in absolute 
disgraceful circumstances. But there is also some uh, recent fatalities in the in the industry, with a little reminder there about uh, some of that uh, string bean goes back to 2004. Lots mm. of gaps, but then uh, we look towards the bottom of the uh, page and they're starting to become a bit more frequent again. That's right. And, and the scary thing about that is, is it is just a small selection. Um, there's been sadly so many. And when you go through the article, it's, uh, I mean, obviously the just tragedy after tragedy, um, but also in that article talks about injuries and the impact that has and um, ties in well with another piece in there about the NBA at a Senate inquiry talking about um, injuries and deaths in, in the industry. Uh, they just don't give a shit. Uh, but, um, and they haven't done any costing. So there's, you know, there's the impact, personal impact on families. They haven't looked into that. They haven't, don't, don't care. And then the, the productivity impacts, they, again, not an interest at all. Um, but it's, you know, a very sad uh, reality, but an avoidable uh, reality for our industry. And, uh, yeah, I think we just need to keep bringing that home, particularly when we're in the middle of, you know, an election where we're under attack again and, uh, and uh, you know, in an EBA fight and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a tragic one, but an important one. Indeed. And that does bring us to the North Melbourne uh, disaster, which thankfully was without injury or fatality. Uh, there has, I guess, been a vindication of the role of the, the union in this whole exercise because when it comes down to it, I think the developers decided he doesn't want uh, some cowboy demo outfit running around. He's got a problem. He's got a big PR problem and uh, I think he's now going to be looking at a more serious and better equipped demolition company. Uh, just one little thing that uh, might amuse, even though it was close to a fatality uh, situation. Oh, there was scaffold on the job. Yes, there was scaffold on the job, they told WorkSafe. Yeah, there was scaffold on the job. They nicked it from the LU Simon job across the road the night before. Now, come on. If that's the sort of cowboy operation that's running around and WorkSafe uh, weren't doing nothing about it, and the Melbourne City Council weren't doing nothing about it, it tells you that it ain't their top priority. So it comes down to the union doing something about it. We are doing something about it. We make no apologies. And if that's illegal, there's something wrong with the laws in this country. And Without you, a doubt. You do have to have a look around. on the Check out the CFMU Vic uh, Facebook page for some of the events last week. It was in, incredible. The Al, um, now famous Aldo from uh, Sustainable Demolition. Yeah, um, infamous. <laughs> infamous. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just some brilliant uh, illustration of, of what our uh, organisers and, and delegates and everyone deals with every day. Um, and and you know Sam Sam as well advertising two days before the wall collapse looking for an experienced uh, excavator operator, um, it just it just an amazing mob. So it'd be interesting to know where they're going and hiding now. <laughs> Indeed, uh, under the biggest rock they can find, <laughs> I'd suggest. <laughs> and the developer is trying to catch up uh, in the race because he's looking very ordinary himself. Mm-hmm. Righto, now we've got to do some cheerios, Charlie. Uh, Michelle, Charlie's uh, 
been the subject of some fundraising to help him through. He's uh, got cancer problems, and uh, Charlie's been around the industry, late 50s, done a lot of time in the industry, and now he uh, needs a bit of a help. So cheerio to uh, Charlie. Well done. Battle on, son. That's what you have to do. And a special cheerio to an industry favourite, Edna. Now, we've got a story in the journal about Edna. Edna has been around for so many decades, it's, it's impossible to, re- to remember all of the jobs that Edna's had an impact on. But Edna is one of those people who sort of adopted the, the construction industry and uh, the crane crews in particular and the, and the crews who uh, actually put the cranes up and pull them down. And at four o'clock in the morning, uh, just down the road in St Kilda Road, Edna would wander down and uh, bring some hot coffee and some cakes and stuff down because these blokes are working through the night trying to get these uh, cranes pulled down or put up. And uh, it's dangerous work. It's noisy work. It ain't easy. But Edna made uh, even those sort of days a little bit more bearable. So thanks a lot, Edna. And we are going to be looking after you. Don't worry about that. But at this stage, cheerio. Hope you're going well. And I know Edna is a great favourite with a lot of people who have been around this industry. Indeed. Scallywags. Yes, oh. indeed. <laughs> Number one, construction engineering, otherwise known as CE. The doyens of the MBA. Um, G'day, Uncle Brian. Yes, Uncle Brian. You got this job in Warnable, which you got to follow the code and the ABCC, and you espouse the, uh, the, uh, the virtues of uh, all the government legislation health and safety, industrial relations and so on. But downtown Hawthorne East, little job in the suburbs, absolute disgrace. Concrete pump set up in the street, no no traffic management. Just put the outriggers out in the street and get the, uh, get the, the, uh, the cars and the pedestrians to drive around. To get onto the job, you had to do a limbo dance underneath the outriggers just to get into the, uh, into the smoke-o sheds. There wasn't a Rio cap on the job. Um, penetrations, fall hazards, handrails missing. It goes on and on and on. An absolute disgrace for someone who thinks they're a tier one builder. And you know what? You can go to these jobs where you want to put up the big signs about this is, uh, you know, we've got government, uh, there's government money in this job and every job we do has to be spot on and all the rest of it. Well, I encourage uh, our friends from Fair Work to go and pay a visit and have a little look at some of those jobs, because then you'll have a think about who you give your government jobs to. But bosses don't take industrial action, mm. so no. they don't get prosecuted. Yeah, that's right. They should get prosecuted for every other bloody thing, but yeah, never mind. Anyway, the job the job has uh, the, the job has been sorted and on the way to being sorted, but disgraceful. Right, oh, here's one: Frayson A and McConnell Dow down at Web Dock. They are getting a, uh, a nomination because they had a worker down there for about six months working in uh, circumstances where they ended up with carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm-hmm. And the poor bloke then spent seven months basically without a cracker coming in trying to establish a workers' compensation claim. Got to say that the uh, we got uh, successfully a income protection uh, claim in, pending the uh, final outcome of this argument with the Work Cover Authority and their insurance company. And finally, in last week, that 
claim was finally accepted. Beyond all doubt, proved beyond all doubt, done all the testing, done everything, carbon monoxide poisoning. If that ain't work-related, I don't know what is. And good luck to him. Uh, the, uh, the bloke has finally got the workers' compensation claim in. And uh, we've got to say, Frayson A, you didn't care. McConnell Dow, you didn't want to know. All you wanted to do was call Nigel and the P- Victoria Police. Yeah. Anyway, who else have we got? Uh, Geocon. Uh, can I put in Nick Georgialis? Um Ex-Lendlease, and now he's uh, welcoming Malcolm Turnbull onto his site to talk about how great his uh, EBA is, an EBA that uh, makes workers $4,000 worse off and takes away their weekends and RDOs. Um, so that's exactly, you know, the, the beauty of it is that it's Turnbull there talking about the ABCC and, and revealing the agenda of the whole thing to basically cut your wages, take away your calendar. So that that was that was a, a brilliant kind of illustration, but... Uh, um, so when liberal politicians appear on TV on a construction site, it's usually because the boss is a grub. Exactly. But <laughs> the, the beauty of it is that all his uh, subbies, all his subbies are unionised. So there were, you know we quickly got the reports in of what was going on in those jobs, and they had a pretty good safety audit the next day as well. Yeah. Now another nomination: Ozform, the Ozform from Dandenong, who put their blokes off, so they didn't. They thought didn't have to pay for Anzac Day holiday. Oh dear, didn't understand the award even. So you're telling me they actually put their blokes off on a Friday so they could avoid paying for Anzac yeah. Day and then re-employed them again on Tuesday? Correct. Oh, the only trouble was, if you're put off within 10 days, guess what, you have to get paid. Anyway, moving along, uh, Paul Baston. <laughs> Good friend Paul from... Soul Creed. Yes, big time operator, Paul. You owe so much money around, you reckon you're coming back into the industry. No, you're not. Gavcon, uh, no com- compliance. Again, again, no compliance. Right, who's the winner? I'm back and Frayson A. McConnell Dow. That's a disgrace. Because that yeah. has been ongoing. Yep. And that is uh, an injury to somebody, a health issue, um, and a disgrace. Righto, so Frayson A and McConnell Dow, you have, uh, you are the winners of Scallywag of the Week. Have we got a sookie? NBA. NBA. Sooking up big time. Righto, we're going to go out the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you, you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. More news next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.